mean, if we ever need it, Lord, I think it's right now, isn't it? Isn't this maybe a time when with all this chaos, with everything just happening in our world, with everything going on, all the grieving and just the loneliness and everything that we're facing right now as a community, state, nation, world. Man, if there's a time that we ever needed the Lord, I think it may be right now. If you have your Bibles, uh, have Bibles with you, if you want to open up to Colossians chapter 3, is the scripture we'll be reading this morning. Colossians chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse number 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, giving thanks to God the Father. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of our holy God. Our, uh, as Methodists, of course, our denomination was all, uh, it all started with a man named John Wesley. And so John Wesley was very concerned about the, uh, the faithfulness that people have in, in following Christ. The, the faithfulness and the, the, the devotion that, uh, that the church folks, the body of Christ, actually has in being the church folks, being God's people and God's children. And so uh, Wesley believed very strongly in disciplined practices or methods um, that would keep people uh, close to God and devout in their life with Christ. Um, our book of discipline outlines three general rules that Wesley believed were essential to a Christian life. And last week, Pastor Dan talked about one of those rules that really all Christians should follow is do no harm. Do no harm to others. Do no harm to, which could really go into do no harm in general. Do no harm to our world, God's creation and the environment. Do no harm to, you know, many different ways, but specifically do no harm to other people. Um, being mindful of our words, our actions, even our attitudes that, that might bring harm to another individual, being mindful of those things and doing all we can to, to not cause harm for other individuals. But as Christians, it's not enough to just don't do harm. It's not enough to not do bad. We're actually supposed to do good, right? We're supposed to go that a step further and make sure that not only are we not doing harm to people, but we're actually bringing some goodness into this world around us. As God's people, we should be looking for ways to bring the goodness of God that we believe and trust in, bringing that goodness into this world that we live in. So this is why, uh, uh, kind of what Paul says in Colossians, uh, he refers to, the, to these folks as the holy and beloved by God, and he calls to them and reminds them, hey, you are these wonderful people that, that has accepted this gift of grace. You have accepted God's grace into your life. You are 
the, the church. You are the loved ones of God. All, God loves all people, right? But specifically you have become this holy people in God's grace. And he, he points out that as we've accepted this, this grace into our lives, we've chosen to live our lives filled with this goodness that God brings to us. That's part of it, that as we accept God and Christ into our lives, as we welcome the grace of God into our lives, we're actually choosing to live our lives filled with this, with this goodness. This goodness that God just pours over us time and time again, constantly, this never-ending this river of grace pouring over us, but also this never-ending source of grace that is being poured within us as well, being birthed within us by the Spirit of God. Things like compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness. God not only shows all of these things to us, but by the Spirit, God brings all of those things within us so that they would just be present and well up within us as God's people so we're ready to show this goodness that God shows us, right? All these things are basically the character of God, the goodness of God that God shows to us. And so Paul says, put these things on. Basically, don't let them stay inside. Bring those things out. Put them on so that they can be seen. Let this goodness that is being birthed inside of you, let the, spirit, the, the, the goodness that the Spirit is bringing to you, this compassion and this, this love, this gentleness, this, this patience and kindness, all of these things that the Spirit is just bringing and filling you with, put those on so that they can be seen by those around you and that those around you can be blessed by them. He lists out all these, all these virtues, these godly virtues, and then in verse number 14, he says, and over all of these things, put on love which binds them all together. You know, when we, when we show compassion, when we show kindness to another individual with the love of God within us, it's not just us being nice. When we do this with the love of God, it is literally us bringing the character of God to the lives of people around us. When God fills us with a kindness by the Spirit moving in our lives and revealing the kindness of God to us, that we want to reveal that same kindness to those around us, we are literally bringing the character of God into the world around us. That's what it means to do good. Not just do nice things for each other. It means literally to bring the goodness of God to the lives of those around us, to the lives of those in our community and in our world. So Paul lists all these things out and says when we add love to the mix, it becomes the goodness of God happening in this world. We are God's holy people filled with God's goodness sent so that God's goodness will be brought to the world around us. Now, a lot of times as a church, we think doing good has to be some big grand event. If we're going to do some good out here, we've got to really form a committee and then we need to meet for months talking about this, and it's got to be right, and how much money is this thing going to cost, and do we have the space, and what do we need to think about to put this thing on so we can do some good around here? And we think about things like radical hospitality and extravagant generosity that one of our, in a book that one of our bishops wrote. And we talk about this, and we kind of lose sight. Really doing good is simply bringing overwhelming kindness, complete compassion, 
It's really just us simply bringing the goodness of God into the lives around us. It's actually pretty easy to do that. In fact, it's just as easy as buying a card at the store. That's how easy it is to do good. It's so easy. It's as easy as making chocolate chip cookies. Doing good is as easy as walking one lap around a building. We've done that. All those things in our, in our partnership with the village, in our desire to minister to folks that are, that are kept away from their families right now, those are things we've done. And we can kind of know it probably has an effect you know, on the folks, the individuals, and sometimes we get cards, but I thought it might be kind of cool to show a video of the response that we've got. Do we have the video? Is it going to work? Okay. Watch this video real quick. That's some of our folks walking around the outside of the building waving to this guy. Because I knew exactly what they wanted to hear, um, and I knew what it took to get the position. Thank you for everything you did for us and everything you continue to do. Have a good day. God bless you for your kindness. Everything you've done. For the kids that made the cookies for us, that was very nice. I appreciate it. More cookies. Delicious. Thank you very much for thinking of us. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> those are some of the people that you have ministered to. You've sent cards to those people. You made cookies for those people. And she says, more cookies. Please, more cookies, right? So apparently we've got a project coming up soon, a youth group again. It's not hard to bring goodness around us. We just need to be focused on it, I think. Sometimes, you know, there was a saying that I heard a lot growing up um, was, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all, you know? And so somehow we kind of learned by that that maybe me just sitting there and doing nothing is good right now because, you know, it's certainly better than doing harm. I think a lot of times as Christians, we kind of adopt that into our theology that maybe us not doing harm is good. I don't know that they quite equal, actually. Yes, we should not do harm to others, but we are supposed to actively be seeking ways that we can bring goodness into this world. We're supposed to be searching for where compassion is not happening. Who is it that needs compassion? Where is love lacking in this world? Where is the hurt? Where is the, the suffering? I think we're supposed to actively be seeking that out and then saying, what can I do? And yeah, it could be a big event where we see, hey, the community buildings and the parks maybe need some love, so let's go and have a big service day, and we're going to paint some park benches, and we're going to do a lot of service work, a big day where we all come together and do this. Maybe it could be a, a big event, but really it's probably usually just as simple as a card, a phone call. As simple as a smile. 
It may be just that simple and showing the goodness of God around us, sharing this goodness that we have within us with those that need some goodness within them. And frankly, right now, I think in our world, in our community, I don't know that it's that hard to find a place where goodness needs to be shown. Right now, as much as ever, the world needs us showing some goodness, reminding them that God's goodness is still here in the midst of all the turmoil, in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the grieving, in the midst of all this, God's goodness is still here. It is alive within us. We just need to put it on so that it can be seen, so that those around us can be blessed by it, those that need it the most. John Wesley has this quote about doing good. He says that he, he urges us gently, maybe not so gently, John Wesley didn't seem like a real holy gentle person, but to fire us up and to send us out, John Wesley says, do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. That pretty much means in our lives, every moment, with every word, with every action, with every interaction with others, that we are in a way bringing the character of God, the goodness of God, into this world around us. For that to happen, we've got to be pretty close with God. We've got to be filled with God. We're going to talk about that next week. But that's who we are as God's holy, beloved people. We are the people filled with God's goodness for the purpose of bringing that goodness to the world around us. It's a weary world out there. And some of us may be weary. And maybe right now, for you personally, maybe it's all you can do to walk without fainting. Maybe that's where you are right now. And maybe you're the one that needs some goodness shown. But when we are soaring on wings like eagles, or just even those in-between days, or we're just somewhere kind of caught in the middle, there's always some kind of goodness that we can show to those around us. So let's go. Let's put that on. Don't the goodness, the compassion, the kindness, the gentleness, the forgiveness, the patience. Don't keep that in here. Let's let that well up to a point that it is seen in all that we do, everywhere we go. Because our people around us need it. Let's go in the name of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ, empowered by the Spirit, for the simple purpose of bringing smiles to someone else's face. So they say, thank you. More cookies, please.